Hey, and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast, episode 371. I'm your host, Emily Aries, the founder and CEO of Bossed Up. And today I'm really excited to sit down with Jenny Eversoll, the co-founder and CEO of Style Space, which is a really interesting virtual styling platform that I actually tried out just the other week working with their stylist, Lauren, because let me be real with you for a second. I am floundering when it comes to finding any sense of style right now. It's a combination of the pandemic, which meant I didn't have to really get dressed like a real person for the past couple of years. <laughs> Being pregnant meant I could just wear whatever like fit my body. I lived in biker shorts for the past year. Let me be clear. I still live in biker shorts. <laughs> and also like the postpartum body changes and breastfeeding and pumping and like, oh my God, clothes have never been more functional for me as opposed to fashionable. And now I feel like I want to get back out there, whether it's virtually or in person. Like I just want to put myself out there again and I feel really lost stylistically. Yeah, throw in a little identity crisis that comes with being a new mom and it just sort of is a perfect storm. So I've never been more desperate to sit down with someone who knows what they're doing when it comes to style and just be strategic about like how style relates to my career, relates to my confidence, relates to my ability to put my best foot forward. And so for anyone who's feeling the same way, like, oh my God, are low rise jeans really making a comeback or like... What the hell has Gen Z done to style? Like anyone who's confused by what's happening on the internet and what that means for our actual, like what it means to look like a great, cool professional in your, I don't know, 30s or beyond, today's episode is for you. So let me tell you a little bit about Jenny, who is the founder of stylespace.com. As I mentioned before, it's a virtual styling platform where you can connect online with expert stylists to elevate your style. After nearly a decade of running her own fashion label, Jenny learned how many, including herself, struggled with style confidence. She also brings a perspective as an expat because she is an American-Canadian living abroad in Germany, and she co-founded Style Space, which is U.S.-based, um, but from Germany she founded it with her husband, and they have three little ones, two twin girls and a little boy. So I'm excited to sit down with this mom, boss, who's going to help us figure out what the hell we should be wearing. So I'm so excited to officially welcome you to the podcast. Thank you so much, Emily. It's great to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. I've been looking forward to this ever since we exchanged emails. I'm like, I have about a million fashion questions for you <laughs> in this very weird time that we find ourselves in globally, but also personally coming back from maternity leave. So I feel like you're the perfect person to talk through all the fashion questions on my mind during this weird time. So tell us a little bit about Style Space and how you found yourself founding this organization. Yeah. So Style Space, it's a virtual full service styling platform. So if you're looking for consulting with an expert stylist in hair, clothing, makeup, skincare, we will basically walk you step by step through any of your fashion questions, any of your style challenges. And you meet one-on-one -on -one over a Zoom call with your style expert. And the reason I started Style Space was after I had my twins. It was, I, I became a mother of two overnight and it was challenging. And I'm a former fashion designer. So if it was challenging for a fashion designer, I'm like, this is going to be challenging for everyone, <laughs> pretty much everyone yeah. who goes through this. 
time in their life. But I think any time that you're having a significant shift in your life, you mm-hmm. have to shift other things like your style to adequately reflect who you are, this new person that you've become. So mm. I was going on TV to show my fashion collections three months after I had my twins. And oh my I, goodness. Yeah. I was, I was barely vertical three months after I had one baby. I know. So that's incredible. I question my choices sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was questioning my choices like an hour before I was about to go on air and I called my sister who is a stylist. And I said, Alicia, like, what the heck am I going to wear on this TV show? Like, style me. And she basically took me to a completely new level in my style in 30 minutes. And like for the first time in literally a year, I felt like myself again. And that gave me so much more confidence to go on air. And I gave the best TV interview I'd ever given. And I said, you know, if this can make such a profound difference for me in 30 minutes, what can it do for other people? And that's I love that how it came about. That's so exciting. Yeah, I used to be so cynical about fashion myself. I I used to be the kind of person who was like, why don't we just focus on the content of our character and not the like, you know, window dressing that we put on our bodies. And I think especially in the last few years, I've come full circle on that philosophy. And I'm like, no, actually, when you're having an identity crisis, like, I don't know, becoming a new mom, navigating a pandemic, going through a massive career shift, all of a sudden working from home, like there's so many transitions that we've all navigated in the past few years. Like finding your new style, I feel like is like finding yourself. And it's such an important part of self-expression that we, uh, I think we do a disservice to ourselves and others when we make, especially make women feel like it's superficial to care about how you're presenting yourself. If anyone, it was my husband who was like, of course you want to, you know, feel like you look good. Like you're putting your best foot forward. That's not a gendered thing. That's like a, you know, an act of self-regard that I think is so radical. So I like the way. Yeah. I'm I'm glad to hear that. I mean, it sounds like it was certainly the case for you coming back into yourself after kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I felt like there was that time where it was just like survival, like just get through this twin pregnancy and then have the twins and still get through the survival mode. And then that was kind of the the rocket ship that got me back to myself. Oh, <laughs> and, that's such an interesting and, but like, way to put it. Yeah, Such a simple shift had such a profound impact on like bringing me back to myself. And well, and not just my former self, but this new person I was becoming and you know, like with every new life chapter, you become a new person and you're not going to divorce what you had in the past, but you bring it with you and you marry a new future. Yeah. It's sort of like you're leveling up yourself and like coming into a new chapter, a new era mm-hmm. of who you want to be. And I'm, I'm like, my poor staff is like subjected to me griping about my style escapades for the past <laughs> few months. And I feel like three mega trends have intersected with my own postpartum fashion conundrums. One is the rise of work leisure because all of a sudden so many people are working from home. And I have a million questions for you about that we could probably talk more about. (laughs) Two is 
what the hell is Gen Z doing to fashion? Like, <laughs> I am here with my uh, brand new Converse All-Star high tops, and I'm like, wait, what? Like, how am I supposed to style these? Skinny jeans are not okay anymore? I'm so confused. Like, are baggy Jenko jeans in? Are we supposed to be burying our midriffs again? So that's all very confusing. And then I just feel like millennials were not 20 years old anymore. So, like, <laughs> what is a cool mid-30-year-old look like? I don't even know. So I'm just like, I'm just like, not only am I navigating the postpartum body, but it's just like everything about fashion has changed. So I guess one big question I have for you is like, when it comes to personal style, how much of that is about finding something that's classic to you versus like responding to these mega trends or being, you know, responsive to what's fashionable yeah you know I I can't decide how much to flex my style to like meet the because I like being on trend but I also don't want to look like I'm trying to be 19 you know totally well like fashion it's basically a reflection of like the zeitgeist that we are living in at the moment and there's some really cool things that are happening in fashion that like we should embrace if you like it it's cool right but there are some things that maybe we learn from in our early years as millennials that should not come back. Personally, I never should have done the low rise and I personally mm. will never do the low rise again. And that has everything to do with like my body type. Like I have a really long torso. So whenever I wear them, I look like, I mean, I've got a lot of midriff to show. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. look the same on me as someone who has a shorter waisted torso. And yeah. And I say if that fashion trend serves you and it reflects who you are, your values and Mm. your lifestyle as well. Like as a mom with low rise jeans and you're bending down all the time, like (laughs) all the time. uh, No, no, like that's not going to work. Yeah. (laughs) Like it has to reflect your lifestyle and all of those things. And then if the fashion trend serves you with all those other guidelines, um, go for it. I think it's a cool way to express yourself and like I love that there's so many acceptable things now like we have so many options like it's overwhelming but it's also like so opportunistic like you can really put on whatever you want and so long as you know like some elements of it go together like or not (laughs) like pattern clashing and color clashing is a huge thing right now um but like we really get to define ourselves and at no other time has it been like this because we have never had so many options than we do now how interesting yeah I feel like some of us feel constrained by the internet you know by social media and that like everyone's starting to look a little bit like the same but then at the same time I think of TikTok and other social media platforms which are just like they're not pushing a single aesthetic. Mm-hmm. There is such a diversification. And, and so I feel like how do you distill down from the overwhelm? Because I think I definitely fall into the camp of overwhelm. Like when you're in the process of trying to redefine your style, how do you begin? Like how do you bring mm-hmm. it down to the ground level and actually make progress without overspending at Zara and then returning? Yeah, well, <laughs> Emily, I think you should start out just with the basics of like, Who are you and what Mm -hmm. do you want to communicate to yourself about yourself and what do you want to communicate to other people? I would start by doing maybe a brainstorming session, write down some adjectives to describe yourself. 
then yeah. go to a Pinterest board and start pinning things that represent those things. And then when you kind of have this collection of like, who is this woman that I want to be or want to dress like, then you can start editing and curating your wardrobe. Then yeah. next thing, you'll go to your own wardrobe. And if there's stains or holes or anything that just you're not, is not belonging in your wardrobe, mm. get rid of it. Mm -hmm. If you don't love it, if it's an outdated trend, if you haven't worn it in a year, if it hasn't fit you in a year, if it's yeah. uncomfortable, if it no longer suits you and your style, like just let go of it and make room for that new style and that new person. Um, yeah. Is that helpful? <laughs> I feel like that's the step I've been missing because it takes a lot of time like to fathom yeah. like doing that takes a lot of time. I've gotten to the, the Pinterest board phase. I've got my pin. My, my new board is called Cool Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So it's like, uh, here's my Cool Mom aesthetic that I'm aspiring to. Not quite there yet. I feel like I'm more of a Reese Witherspoon than a, you know, than like a Halle Berry. But it's just, it's funny. So I'm, I'm trying to like bridge that gap. But yeah. I think you're right that the step I've been missing is auditing my own closet, shopping my own closet, and like putting yeah. outfits together. Yeah, I need my sister to come over and for us to get some margaritas and like have a night of it. <laughs> well, yeah, one hundred percent. It might require some of those or something else. <laughs> but yeah. like, it's an emotional process. Like, this is not an easy oh, thing because, yeah. like, I personally am shifting, like, from being a former fashion designer to like a CEO running this new company. Yeah. and having these new roles and responsibilities and like I am the face of this organization that is public when before as a fashion designer I kind of hung out in my my fashion studio and I would only come yeah. out for fashion shows like during yeah. like the season um, but now I'm like okay I actually have to show up to these things mm -hmm. and be the face of this organization that many people are a part of so there's a shift going yeah. on and like what do I hold on to what do I let go of yeah. And I've been working actually with the same stylist that you worked with, Lauren. And Lauren, yeah. Yeah. She was great. But like working with a professional can really help because they take that emotional agony out of it and they can yeah. see some blind spots that you're not seeing yourself. But, you know, she asked the question like, who do you want to represent yourself as? And right. Yeah, like, and it is an emotional process and there's reflection that is involved in it, but there's also like other components to consider. Like it's really good and important to know what your body type is. So like, right. Yeah. I am a pear shape, which means that I have more of the weight on the bottom half of my body. And mm -hmm. that means that to balance out my body, it is better to wear the patterns, the bright, bold colors, the embellishments up towards my shoulders, my bust mm. line and my waist because I carry more of the weight on the bottom. So to make it look more proportionate where like mm -hmm. the top, the bottom are equal, that's, mm. that's a fashion trick or that's a style. Yeah. Trick. Yeah. That's and so interesting. Cause I feel like you're almost pointing out that it's not just this internal emotional mm -hmm. process, although yeah. that's a big part of it, like the identity crisis of who, <laughs> who am I now, yeah. but also like knowing your audience, right? Like how am I being perceived mm -hmm. either body type wise for like aspiring towards balance or 
I'm a CEO now, so how is the world judging me differently as the CEO role versus the fashion stylist role? Because, like, there is this I. There's been a lot of talk lately about the female gaze versus the male gaze, I feel (laughs) like, on my For You page. You know, am I dressing for the female gaze? Am I dressing for the male gaze? But dressing for some gaze, like dressing for someone else's perception of you feels like a communication strategic communication challenge yes right because you're thinking about your goals and your audience so how does that like when you're trying to be seen as a professional in 2022 you're trying Mm -hmm. to be seen as someone who knows her and like is good at her job yes what on earth does that even mean now because you can be great at your job in a in a t-shirt and a you know in a pair of sweatpants so like what is it I don't even know how work leisure and the rise of casual as the norm intersects with being a professional what are you seeing out there so i think it's a hybrid approach really like as the workplace is starting to go even more hybrid like work from home work from workplace um i think there's a hybrid a meeting between professional and casual and there's a blend of that and it's really cool this juxtaposition because you could be wearing really chic dress pants and a graphic tee and a blazer and that is your new look and i think approachability relatability is really important right now more than at any other time and i was discussing this with laura and our stylist on the platform she was saying like we have been through some really tough things in the last three years and yeah like we don't want unapproachable people we don't want mean people we want to deal with kind people that understand us, that get us, yeah. that can relate with us on huh. that level. And so a CEO role looks so different now than it did five years ago. Yeah. So like, I love that approachability over aspirational because aspirational fashion was big for a while that like, I don't even know what the f- that means. Like, <laughs> like lifestyle branding, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was just way too unattainable. So there is something about being seen as real yeah. that A, speaks to me personally, but B, I think people want. Yeah. So how how do you find that blend? Because we work in a hybrid remote workplace. So sometimes we're at home, sometimes we're in the office together. Yeah. And to me, that's like the best of both worlds. Yes. So how much juxtaposition is, is good? Like you gave that example of like a nice pair of pants with a graphic tee. Is that something that you're seeing a lot of people do mainstream? Is that something we can do on like many different fronts or is there a a line in the sand when you're like, okay, maybe not at the black tie wedding? Well, (laughs) I think, yeah. Well, I think with these new lifestyles, like our lifestyles are being blended. So like Mm. parents are now able to run their kids to school and go and take them for a lunch break and showing up to school like dressed to the nines in a like a full-on suit that's not appropriate so right if you had perhaps a blazer with a graphic tee and jeans that's cool or let's say that you took off the blazer to go walk your kids around the park right and then you have a client meeting on zoom throw your blazer back on so i think versatility is really helpful and yeah like, there's so much more practicality as well i find that we're just we're showing up in so many different places now and so mm-hmm. just dressing that part i love that there was this really funny um new york times article that came out a few months ago that i was just rereading in advance of our conversation today it's called behold work leisure what will we wear come fall and they kind of open the article um vanessa friedman does for the new york times 
with this hilarious anecdote I think so many of us can relate to, which is having the Zoom jacket, like you just described, Mm -hmm. hanging off your work from home chair yeah. or like the zoom blouse that you pop on for a call and then you take back off and like you're working from your sports bra for the rest of the day, <laughs> which is what my nursing mom outfit looks like lately. Yep. Um, and she says, well, what it'll be, what will it be in the fall? Like what's the zoom sweater trend going to be? And it was just so funny to think like that element of versatility of being able to pop something over your casual outfit and make it work for work, mm-hmm. at least from the waist up. Yeah. Is like, that's fashion these days, yeah. you know, or that New Yorker cover. I don't know if you remember back in early 2020, there was a cover article or not article. It's just like a cover design for the New Yorker magazine mm-hmm. where she like has absolute chaos on the apartment floor beneath <laughs> her with a cat. But then behind her is a screen much like the one behind you yeah. right now. <laughs> and then a nice blouse with a little martini. So she was having like her Zoom happy hour and the rest of it was like sweatpants and yeah. takeout containers. And I'm like, that is our new fashion is waist up on the Zoom box, you know? Yep, that is the spirit of the times. <laughs> it absolutely is. Okay, so for folks who are coming back from a break, specifically a maternity leave break, <laughs> let's talk more about mom style. Because you're a mom of not just two, but three, yeah, right? That's right. How do you advise women uh, who are coming back with a different body, perhaps, like you alluded to earlier, to yeah. start dressing, you know, as that cool mom that I aspire to be? Yeah. Well, back to what I had said about just defining like who that new person is and like yeah. what you aspire to be and like what that means now with this new lifestyle of having children and blending that mm. with your new work lifestyle as well. And yeah. it's completely fine to have both. I also just think that like be graceful and patient with yourself, you know, like mm. it, you don't look the exact same and you probably never will look exactly the same and you shouldn't like your body changes it transforms and like it's amazing what your body did you know by carrying a child and birthing the child it's absolutely incredible and like finding a way to go forward with this Mm. like this new body this new um, outlook on life and this new Mm. lifestyle like and finding clothes that work hard for you versus you working hard for them Ooh. I love that approach. Yeah. Not like feeling beholden to this former size or former form that your body took and being like, oh, how am I going to snap back? Yeah. No, I think that's great. My my clothes should work for me. (laughs) Tell me what advice you have for anyone who struggles with – with just that styling question. Like who doesn't have your sister on speed dial? How can style space help or how how can they start to think about bringing in an expert? Like what advice would you give them to to start thinking about working with a stylist? As we mentioned before, like choose clothing that works for you rather than mm. having to change you, your body to make it work. And right. find things that like reflect who you are as an individual and what message you want to share to other people because as we mentioned, people make split judgment decisions in seconds about whether they want to have a relationship with you, whether it's business, personal, um, or romantic even. And the best thing about this part of human nature is that we actually have control over the package that we present to other people. So present Mm. it well. And as you mentioned before, like this is not a vain thing. This is a form of expression of who we are and like the essence of our values and what we want other people to know about ourselves. 
I love that. It's strategic. Like yeah. it's a strategic choice. I love that. Package it well. <laughs> yeah. And that's really what clothing is about. It's not about fitting a norm. It's about thinking about how you're packaging yourself and how you are exerting control and power over how you want others to perceive you. 100%. I think it's so great to like clarify that end goal and then work with someone like Lauren who's been very helpful with Style Space and like articulating that is step one and then it's like okay well how do I get there because finding the right clothes like I am so like my chronic uh toxic trait when it comes to my own styling (laughs) is that like I look at other people and I'm like oh that's cool and then I buy it and I try it on I'm like what (laughs) happened here I'm like why is this not cool I'm confused and so to your point body body um like knowing your body type yeah. Is something I'm still figuring out, but also just like honestly working with someone like Lauren at Style Space was so helpful to like yeah. kind of get that reflection back of it. do patterns love you back really though? Like let's see, <laughs> you know, let's try and let's iterate yeah. as we work on this together. Okay, so Jenny, tell us more about where our listeners can learn more about you and Style Space and what working with a stylist through Style Space would look like. Sure. So stylespace.com is where you will find Stylespace. And we have several styling sessions, up to 50 different styling sessions you can choose from. And it could be anything from discovering your body type or the styling session that you did, which was defining an iconic brand for yourself and your business. Mm. And you book the styling session according to your schedule and the stylist also has her schedule available. So you click, yeah. you book it, you get a confirmation email, you connect with them over a Zoom call. And over that Zoom call, they can go through your wardrobe with you. They can help you pull things that you should let go of or that you should maybe style it in a different way. You mm. can combine different elements of your closet. You can shop your own closet basically so that you don't have to go and purchase a whole new wardrobe. But maybe there's a couple missing pieces to and if you bought just a couple more pieces, it would make it more cohesive and expand your mm. wardrobe. Um, after your styling session is finished, you will receive styling notes, which is basically a summary of everything you talked about, takeaways, and product links. Mm. I love that. That's awesome. I have like seven more styling sessions I need to sign up for because <laughs> I'm realizing it's either me and my sister and our margaritas going through my closet item by item <laughs> shooting in the dark or I have more to do with Lauren. So yeah. that is so, so helpful. We'll drop links to stylespace.com uh, in today's show notes as well. Yeah. I want to thank you so much for spending your time with us. What is your wish for the world like, and for women in particular having started this business, You know, going from designer yeah. to founder and CEO like what do you, what are your wildest audacious yeah. goals well, with style space what got me even originally into fashion was that and what I love most about fashion and now I'm transferring over to style is I want people to look feel and ultimately become the best versions of themselves and when you look good you feel great and it opens up endless doors of opportunity and possibility what is the best way for our listeners to get started? Yeah, so you can go to stylespace.com and book a styling session like you did with Lauren on iconic branding and styling. Or if you're not ready to commit to that quite yet, you can always download a free ebook from our website. 
and it's basically five steps to achieving your dream style. Some of the things I talked about here in this podcast is also summarized yeah. in this ebook form. And it's basically like a workbook you can print out, you can mark up and basically that's a, that's your starting point for free. I love it. Thank you so much, Jenny. It You're was so lovely chatting with you and I can't wait to see where you and this business and hopefully my style goes from here. <laughs> yeah, it was such an honor being on your podcast. I just love how your mission of empowering women mm -hmm. and our mission as well, like helping people look and feel their best, like how they align and like, thank you for all the work that you do and inviting me on your podcast. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks, Jenny. For more links to everything we talked about in today's episode, head to bossedup.org slash episode 371. That's bossedup.org slash episode 371. Now, boss, I want to hear from you. Are my fashion foibles at all relatable <laughs> because I hope I'm not alone in like not knowing what the hell to put on my body these days. I want to know if you share those struggles and if you've had any recent successes. Like how are you navigating uh, style and, and are you emerging from what feels like a big transition yourself? Let's keep the conversation going in the Boss Up Courage community on Facebook. Find the link for that community in today's show notes and I can't wait to keep the conversation going in there until next time keep bossing in pursuit of your purpose and together let's lift as we climb <laughs>